Hello, good evening and welcome to Friday Night's Fools Rush in on what really has been a, an interesting week at FIHQ. Um, it's uh, it's certainly been a mix of the good, the bad and the ugly, but I'm delighted to say uh, it's ending on a real, real high. Uh, we've got a weekend's action to preview and uh, we have one hell of a panel to preview it. Um, yes, Liam, this is the award-nominated Fools Rush in. Uh, but more on that later. Thank you for highlighting uh, that fact. Uh, before we talk about that, before we talk about the football and before we say hello to tonight's panel, let's roll the titles. Take my hand. Take my whole life too. But I can't fall in love. Um, we've been specifically asked not to do uh, a welcome big question food question this week, uh, which I know will disappoint our first panellist as we say hello and good evening to Friday evening, Joseph. <laughs> How's it going, mate? Very, very well. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Uh, good to be back on and, uh, you know, do what we do. Always, always enjoy having you on the panel, mate. Always some very good uh, anecdotes and uh, definitely a good opinion to share on all sorts of things. So looking forward to what you bring to it tonight. Oh, you're too kind, mate. You're too kind. <laughs> uh, someone who's managed to get out of hair and makeup in time for tonight. Evening, Woody. Evening. How are we? Very well, thank you. I've noticed your name says Woody on his best behaviour. Yes, after my really inappropriate C-bomb that I dropped last week, although it may be justified. Um, when when we're hitting the big time, we've got to be very careful of the language that we choose to fucking use on this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I am. Um, I'll tell you what, 
what a weekend of sport we've got coming up. I am buzzing for this weekend. Um, how are any, you? Any how particular? You well, before that, any particular highlights this weekend you're looking forward to? Well, it feels like, although it wasn't that long ago, it feels like ages since I watched a Swindon game. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow because um, I'm actually going. And obviously, Jody Morris has kind of gone under the radar this week, but it is his first home game. Um, it is indeed. This weekend. So we'll talk about that later. Um, and a, a packed weekend for women's football as well. And um, and yes, for someone like me who doesn't mind a bit of egg chasing, there's, um, you know, there's hopefully a, a fraction of our, our friends from down south of uh, Europe this uh, this weekend as well. Lovely. Well, it's certainly a packed weekend for you, that's for sure. Um, and plenty for you to discuss in the next hour or so. Uh, before that, we have more panellists. A man who's desperately trying to sober himself up uh, after, did he say off camera, he's already smashed at least one full bottle of wine? Good evening, Nick. <laughs> yeah, hiya, Fifey. It's, it, yeah, it's a pity we're not talking foodies. I've had a nice Marks and Spencer's pulled pork and Stilton. Yeah, a lovely bit of uh, spinach in, what, in uh, sauce. A whole bottle of wine, as you can tell, because I'm slurring, and I'm absolutely buzzing for tonight. Roll it on, roll it on. So Nick has just Nick has got the basic working class pulled pork and made it absolute royalty. Absolutely. That's the worst for your intro when they said he'd already necked a bottle of red. Everyone was expecting Craig. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick. We've got a comment for you. I'm not sure Liam's realised that he's got his caps lock on, either that or he's really shouting to emphasise the point. <laughs> There's a cost of living crisis, Nick, for God's sake. No, man, not not, not in this area. There's not, <laughs> not in the pot, <laughs> yeah. yeah, You only live once, just go for it. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm sure that uh, Rishi Sunak and his, uh, and his squad are delighted you're giving that sort of advice out, Nick. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, fuck, fuck him as well. Fools or goes party political. Sorry, Joe, 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 if you're texting, if you're looking, I'm sorry. I'll stop now. Nick, Nick was only saying off camera, oh, lads, have you noticed that I'm, I don't like being told off by our regulars, so I've stopped swearing on camera. It's <laughs> also because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm meeting Joe on Saturday, so I, I shall behave now. So I'll be, um, I'll be good. We have one more treat for the Friday night viewers, uh, and that is a young man who doesn't normally appear on a Friday night, but here he is uh, to help discuss all things STFC. Good evening, Rich. Good evening. How are we all? Very, very well. Thank you. Yourself? Good stuff. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. Looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to a good evening with you boys tonight. I'm sure we'll have uh many more laughs uh to go on nick you were absolutely making me absolutely piss myself off uh, off camera there <laughs> go on nick go <laughs> on joe yeah cheers joe <laughs> <laughs> um let's get straight into it then shall we um so we've got uh as woody well woody you mentioned it so let's start with you uh back at home for jody's first game in charge um, obviously not the result we wanted last weekend, as we discussed on Monday. So are you hopeful of a, of a different outcome this time round now that he's had a full week to, to prepare? Well, yeah, I'm always hopeful of a different outcome when we've lost. Um, uh, but it's, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it feels like, although I, I'm going to completely go on record and contradict everything I ever believe in football, and, uh, you know, although it, every game is important, it feels like this last game wasn't that important because this is Jody Morris's. If it, I don't know about anybody else, but it feels like this is Jody Morris's first game in charge. You know, kind of walking it, through the county ground doors. It doesn't count till the town end get to see him. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly that. I, I don't know what they're going to be singing to. I don't know what the 15 year olds are going to be singing, but the um, it's yeah, it's going to be um, you know, it, but it's gone under the radar. Saying off air, it's kind of gone off the radar over under the radar this week. So, um. Yeah, I mean, Donny are in okay form, and I don't think they're in bad form, and I don't think they're in particularly good form. So I think it's probably quite an eye. I was just going to say, I believe that uh, they won last weekend having lost the previous three, I believe. Yeah, and they're still hanging around middle. They're kind of of benefiting from what we had, you know, kind of where we picked up quite a few wins in a row. Obviously, we had a very successful October, and I think that put us in good stead for you know where we are now type thing and um so it's um i haven't really done too much homework into kind of the pre-match i believe that fpt's out um as well and um obviously tomlinson's still not back yet um so it does beg to question why we didn't sign a fucking center back in january but it's um um but you know either way i just feel like a bit like charlie austin's homecoming it was you know hopefully tomorrow is going to be you know the atmosphere is going to be good um and hopefully I don't know if anybody's really noticed this season, but it feels like the team don't necessarily like choke under the um, pressure of the home crowd this this season. Um, so yeah, it's um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, uh, Rich, on the subject that we brought up there, Sean also mentioned it as well. Looks like we might be a little light on injuries and suspensions. Obviously, we know we've got a couple out through suspension. I was listening to, um, to Joey Morris's pre-match, and he mentioned about Lavinia obviously being out, but he was he was a little bit sort of more cryptic on the others, suggesting at time of recording that he needed to see over the next 24, 36 hours how a few things were before ruling anyone else out. Yeah, I think I think obviously Lavinia is obviously out, but I think uh, I think he's definitely confirmed Tomlinson's out as well. Uh, Blake Tracy, from what I know, he's well. He was he was very unwell yesterday, but uh, obviously don't really know exactly what what he what his illness actually is. Um, how long it will take for him to fully recover? Whether or not he'll even be if he is able to play on Saturday whether or not he'd be fully able to do so after coming back from that illness. And do we really want that? We we really want a, a team to go out there on Saturday to really, you know, put a fight up against Doncaster. And if that does mean that Minton comes into the back four with, uh, with Clayton, uh, then I would totally not be against that at all. I think he's more than deserving of, a, of an opportunity to start. Uh, and not just come off uh, off the bench. Um, and it's not something I really like seeing anyway, uh, defenders being swapped uh, as a substitution anyway. I like to keep a, a compact back four during most of the game, unless it's really not working. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I'd, yeah, it'd be a, a great opportunity as well for Minton as well, obviously, and Morris's first game as well. And um, what a way to... Uh, for an 18-year-old to put your foot foot on the mark and say, hey, look, I, I should be starting. 
and uh, I should be getting consistent game time. And then maybe when Blake Tracy comes back into the fold, he might go back left back. Who knows? We'll wait and see. But it's, uh, you know, I, I think in terms of that, it, it's only positive for us because uh, that means uh, maybe a few other youngsters come into the team tomorrow. Because um, every player this week in training will want to have impressed Jody Morris. So every single player will be fighting for their place this weekend. And we, uh, we might, obviously, Hepburn Murphy's out, suspended. Saidu Khan's still suspended. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who does come into the fold and who's going to, you know, step up to the mark. And hopefully, and hopefully, they'll all be up for this game and hopefully we can get a win. Well, speaking of people stepping up, Joe, obviously you weren't here on the Monday night panel. Uh, could Tommy be the guy to step up? Go on, Tommy. I'd, well, there's no reason in a front two with Charlie Austin. I'd like, I, you know, there's no reason to at least give him a chance. None of the other strikers are actually pulling up any trees at the moment, are they? So, um, other than Charlie, obviously. But yeah, why not? I mean, that goal, regardless of it, people were saying, and I've seen a few people on Twitter saying, oh, it was a meaningless goal, but it wasn't for him. That was an important goal for him. Um, it was meaningless. In 100%. Terms of, yeah, in terms of the result for the team, all right, it probably would, perhaps was. A meaningless goal, but for him, I think that's massive. And just, see, just even him... just on that point, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but just on that point, because I've seen that as well. This league is so tight at the minute. If we end up having to battle it out for a playoff spot, this could come down to goal difference. And you know, keeping that to one instead of two could be massive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And look, the more the more players you got on the pitch to score goals, then more chance you've got of winning games, didn't you? So, um, you know, I, I, I got a funny feeling we're going to see a few high-scoring games for the rest of the season, a few three-twos and four-threes and things like that. I can't see us having many uh, one-nil, one-nil nail-biters. It's all going to be uh, high-scoring games, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was happy for Tommy last week. I think he really needed that, and uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully that'll that'll give him some confidence for the rest of the season. On the on the point of the defenders, I think FBT will play anyway. I think he'll be. I think he'll play tomorrow, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in at left back and then Clayton comes in at centre back. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely shall. We know that the club will be doing stuff with Clayton as well, so clearly building up to to his return. Um, you'll, I believe you said you're you're going tomorrow, aren't you, Joe? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. What what are you expecting? I, one of the other things Jody was saying in his pre match was obviously he was there for the the Gillingham game and, and he heard in the second half what the fans were able to offer the team and, and he was very, despite the result, etc. he was full of praise for um, the fans that travelled last weekend as well. So are you expecting a, a big ovation for him and, and for the team tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it'll be similar to, to the, the Grimsby game where Charlie came home. I think, you know, people will be up for it. The, the crowd will be up for it as long as the team start the game well. You know, and, and attack from from the early minutes, and the the crowd will get behind them. And we've seen we've seen before at the counter ground if the, when the crowd are fully behind the team, it's a hard place to come and play. So for the for the opposition, um, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm I think it's going to be decent crowd, pretty good atmosphere, and I think we'll we'll get the points tomorrow. Personally, I like that Ben isn't even hiding who he is anymore, other than just sort of putting BTB as his initials, hoping 
that the hierarchy at Waitrose <laughs> don't know. Um, Nick, let's let's bring you in here then. What what are you expecting from tomorrow's game uh, in terms of style of play? Um, I think if FBT is not available, I think he'll, as much as I don't like it, I think he'll go to back three um, with Clayton, Brennan and Minton. And that would put Iandolo and Hutton as wing-backs. And uh, that would suit Iandolo much better. Um, <laughs> good old Jack. Um, and in that position. And then with, with Kane, Williams and Kaji, Austin, Wakelin up front. So depends if, if their main man is fit or not. So if he's been ill all week... Um, to me, it's probably not a great idea to play him because you only need to be a few percent below par and you'll get punished. So, uh, yeah, the lineup will be interesting. But I, I, so as much as I don't like it, I think we'll end up going to a back three. Okay. Um, and from Doncaster, then, Nick, what are you expecting from them? I think it'd be, be a, a, a tough game. I'll, um, I'll hold off on my prediction until later. Please do. Um, but it, I think it will be uh, a hard game, not not one that we're going to roll them over. Okay, interesting. Rich, you have the same opinion? Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games, really. It be, um, might take a while to possibly break them down, but I think, uh, you know, uh, and also I think it'll be interesting to see the, the full effect of, um, well, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it now, Morris Ball. Um, tomorrow and see, <laughs> and um, and and see, um, see w- what kind of effect it will have, and uh, whether or not, um, you know, we might come out of the gates. We did against uh, uh, Gillingham, didn't we? Scored in the first 59 seconds. Whether or not, I don't think we'll do that again, to be quite honest with you, but you know. Uh, I think against any team this, uh, from now to the end of the season, we've got to come straight out of the blocks. But also, we've got to be very careful how we defend as well. So, um, because we know what happened against Gillingham, and we can't let that happen again. So, um, I, th- I think it's just the fine details. We've got a good team. We have got a few players out tomorrow, but still, that's still a strong squad. So, um, you know, as long as the fine details and the way that Morris wants to play football. I think we will get a good result. Whether or not we'll batter them, I don't think we will. I uh, I won't say my score prediction just yet, but I I do think I, I I'd like to think that we will win tomorrow. I really do, and I I think it'd be good for Morris' confidence as well to get a win. I do appreciate how we've been doing this podcast now for just over two years, and you've finally got round to not doing the predictions until I ask for them. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning still. <laughs> uh, what, so, Woody, with regards to the, the players that are missing, stroke reported to be missing, are you expecting maybe a change in shape to accommodate different players or or just the players fit into to what we have been playing? Um. I'm in two two minds. I do agree with Nick. I do think if FPT's out, we might see Frey at the back. Um, I don't necessarily think that's the right thing to do, but we're running out of options a little bit. Um, I, I I don't know. I think if we can make it work that we've got the four at the back with kind of the three forward players, I'd like to see him still do that. Like rather, 
you know, rather than change the system, kind of just, just change the personnel where it's possible. That's what I'd like to see him do, whether he'll do it. The re- And I think also, I always find that when we set up 3-5-2, we, we're quite, no matter who's in charge, we're quite reserved. Um, and I think Doncaster will come at us with a not going to beat us attitude. Um, you know, they've had some really bad results recently. So I've just had a look at their recent results and they got Danny Schofield. I've got, they got Danny Schofield as well um, as their head coach. So I think if we go 3-5-2, I, I got a feeling we'll be in for a boring game. Um, but I, I don't think Donny will come at us. I think, the, as I said before, Grimsby came at us, um, which was pr- probably part of the reason of their downfall, obviously apart from going down to, to 10. But the... Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd like I'd like to think he'll still keep those free attacking players because that's that's when Swindon look their best and that's when the crowd are entertained when we've got those free attacking players. Um, Joe, so with no Lavinier, question marks over FBT, Tottenham likely out as well. Another big game potentially for Ellis, and and it's very important first of all for him to to reach the levels that we know he can do. But equally, if it doesn't start epically, important that the fans don't jump straight on his back because he, in some quarters, he does appear to be being made something of a scapegoat now. Yeah, he is. He's he's this season's scapegoat, isn't he? And uh, yeah, it's unf- you know he's not been in the greatest form this season. But I think, as much as I don't, I agree with Nick. I don't like for it at the back, but I think it suits Ellis a lot better to play as a left wing back mm. rather than a left back in a four. Um, so it could protect him potentially. Yeah, because he's got that extra defender in in that left back position. Um, but we've all said, haven't we? He's he's far better in the centre midfield, but he's probably yeah. going to have to do a job there for a couple of games on the left at the moment until we've got players back. Um, who knows? Maybe Reece Devine's back fit, and he might get ch- in with a chance. I don't know. But lesser spotted Reece Devine. Lesser, lesser spotted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, could he could could he be thrown in at left back and see what he can do? But. Well, that yeah, is his position of choice. Yeah. And, I, do, uh, I do wonder with Divine if he's not in the squad at all, because I believe he's fit. Um, if he's not in the squad at all, I, th- I don't think we'll see him for the rest of the season. I think that, that will tell us that he's not in Jody's plans at all for the rest of the season, which is a shame because he did come with a little bit of hype. Um, but it's uh, maybe not justified hype, but, it, you know, it just, it just, it just seems so weird that we've... You know, we signed we signed permanently to two left backs, and uh, it seems to be the area that we um, are really struggling from. And and I think I think it's a message to Swindon fans. I know I, I called out the lad who did the stupid video last week, but it's a message to the Swindon fans. We all think that he should Ellis shouldn't be playing left back, but he might have to. So there's no point getting on his back. He's not. He's probably. I, I have no doubt that Jody probably prefers him in centre midfield. But if he is our only left-footed player available, um, then we just we just got to cope with it. We just got to cope with the fact he might be there, and I don't. I wouldn't want to see Swindon fans getting on his back unless his attitude changes. Because there's one thing that we can say about Ellis is his attitude is always top-notch. Um, yeah. He just he's just had a bad season. Um, so yeah, I think um, I think Swindon fans just need to be aware of that. Really, I'd, I'd like to think they are, but we're a funny bunch, aren't we? Sorry. Aren't we just? Yeah, well, it sums, sums up Swindon fans when all of last season they're all singing his name all season. So, with Rich's yeah. favourite chant. Favorite chant. <laughs> if we if we lose tomorrow, then what what's people going to say about Jody Morris? That's all I'm saying. 
It'd be oh, just typical fucking Twitter. There'll be comments. definitely yeah. hashtag Morris out. Yeah, of course there will be. It's it's just you know, and this is why I don't. I don't we should have got Sheridan crazy. back. Should have got Phil Brown. <laughs> this is why you can't take any notice because whether or not it's banter, or it's not banter. A lot of it, it's at the moment, it's actually quite a serious topic as well because I mean Morris has come with a hell of a lot of experience, you know, and even if the first two games don't go his way. It ain't the end of the world. I know we said that about Lindsay, but Lindsay, I mean, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, <laughs> good timing there, Liam. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, with with Lindsay, he went on a a streak of just drawing games and then not really winning any. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Morris, I think he's the bigger picture and he's going to be the one that's going to be... <laughs> you may as well fucking do if people start shouting Morris out tomorrow. Oh, wow. Crazy. Um, Nick, you, you said uh, in your first section that you were expecting um, a difficult game, not one that, that we're going to turn them over, etc. Um, so we already mentioned that Lavinia is missing and he won goal of the month for December and January. If it is a, if it is a tight game um, and, you know, say we're not able to provide the service for Charlie that, that he's been thriving on so far since re-signing, do you think there's enough in reserve to to go and get the goals required tomorrow? Um, <clears throat> yeah, there should be. I mean, Jody Morris has already said he's got a squad and he will use the squad as he sees appropriate. And if he needs to bring players in um, throughout the, the game, he will do that. So I, I, I don't think there's any major issue with that. And um, the, the, so I haven't seen too much about who is actually available from last week. Um, I think you just flashed, flashed up about shade. Um, I mean, he could be available, sat on the bench. Um, I, I, I think um, other forwards will sit there um, busting a gut to get on the pitch. So I, I, I think, you know, attack wise, we, we've got a number, a number of, of options, but I still think we'll start with Charlie and Wakelin up front. Um, and then that, that may be changed after 60 minutes and, uh, you know, look, looking for other players to come in um, with the likes of Adeloy, um coming on, maybe knocking another goal in. So who knows? Um, Paddy's been in touch at Fools Rushing. Congratulations on the nomination for Podcast of the Year. Thank you very much, Paddy. Appreciate that. 100% fully deserved. Going to plug for a free two victory on the Jody Morris home debut as a gaffer, hoping for a cracking atmosphere too. Um, there is, uh, obviously, we, we do talk all things STFC and, and wider topics generally. Um, but sometimes there are things going on away from football that have to be acknowledged. And uh, and Joe, there's a there's a minute silence before the game tomorrow because of the the tragic news of of what's been going on on the borders between Turkey and Syria this week. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's a bit unfortunate, and it we seem to be having minutes applauses and minute silence nearly every game at the moment. Um, so many things are happening, but. 
but yeah, it's good. I mean, football's such a massive community now and a way of bringing people together. So yeah, it's a good way of marking some respect, showing some respect. And uh, I, yeah. I just want to say, Woody, uh, five feet even. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, no, I, I think it's good that obviously we are uh, and the whole of the EFL and Premier League uh, are acknowledging that and uh, everything like that. Obviously, uh, I've got some um, ties to Turkey as well. Um, parents live out do. there half the year. So, um, obviously, uh, thankfully, where, well, I say thankfully, um, the area where I um, am based out in Turkey um weren't actually affected but um i know i think uh, quite a few um other people that are actually getting transferred to the town so um it's good to see that a lot of people uh are, are being rescued and are safe but obviously i think it is good that obviously we are paying tribute to the uh, um i think it's twenty thousand plus that have uh, died yeah so um, yeah, I think I think uh, it's really good that obviously that uh, we're marking respect for that, and obviously hope that um, uh, Atsu, I think it was, that got caught in the rubble as well. Yep, yep, and he's been found safe. Yeah, hope hopefully he's found safe. A hundred, a hundred percent, and and obviously we, you know, that we feel like there's very little we can do from where we are, but. We, we send our best thoughts and wishes to obviously everyone out there and uh, and families and affected by by the tragic events of this week. Um, so so please do make sure you know if you can get get there early on you know early for the game to to mark the respect for the minute silences and uh, make sure it's observed properly in in the way that pretty much always do at Swindon Town. In fairness, I, I can't remember a, a minute silence that wasn't observed properly particularly in recent times, uh, we are we are very good at doing the right thing there. Um, <clears throat> okay, the t- time for the your big moments then, guys. It's, it's prediction time. And if we could avoid all going for a win, because that never ends up well when we do that. So uh, I'm going to start. Nick, let's, let's start with you, please. Okay, Fife, I'll, I'll set the scene and do exactly what you said. I'm going 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Okay, uh, let's go, Joe. As much as I'd like to be negative for you, I, I generally think we're going to put put it on tomorrow, and I'm, I'm going for three 0 Three 0 nice. Rich, going for the six pointer, two one, Swindon. <laughs> okay, lovely. <laughs> well, Woody's just doing the maths. <laughs> uh, Woody, prediction from you, please. Uh, I am with Joe. I do think we are going to win 3 0. Okay. Uh, Sean there going 3 1. Uh, we had a one all prediction earlier. There it is. And Ben also, uh, sorry, Jack. Jack. Also, <laughs> Jack. We know it's Ben in disguise. We know it's actually Ben because of the trash that's coming out of his mouth, uh, <laughs> out, out, of his, out of his fingers. Um, However, if any of the higher-ups at Waitrose are watching, it's not Ben. No, what, what you got to understand with retail, guys, for those who have worked in retail before, um, the higher people who don't work Friday nights because they've got people like Ben to work the Friday nights instead. <laughs> <laughs> Never worked so, in retail, so I wouldn't know, would he? God. Um, 
before we come on to in fact no let, let's tackle these while we're while we're on the subject um next up the the Swindon Town women's um I noted Woody the first team they're <laughs> traveling to the south coast again um and it's that team that you've mentioned a few times is money fields yeah money fields um I'm trying to think which uh, which team and uh, which ex Swindon player ended up there I want to say Vincent Pericard played there at one point um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's the one that I've been kind of, I guess, intrigued about. Um, Moneyfields, they obviously came up from Abingdon's League last last season. Probably should have been in Swindon's League a couple of seasons ago, to be fair. Um, very good side. Um, I thought, you know, I'll hold my hands up and thought that if they kept the same squad, yeah, in Portsmouth, yeah, they use they use Portsmouth training facilities, I think. Um, but the um, I thought they were going to be a bit of an aging side. Um, I thought they might have struggled a little bit, um, but they seem to have done really well. And they've got, I think it's Jade Widows this year, who scored quite a few. Not quite Annie Colson's level, but they've got players all over the team that can score goals. So it's it's definitely going to be an interesting one. I know it's down in Portsmouth, but I would encourage people that it would be quite a, would you say feisty, Rich? You've seen money fields. Would you say feisty game is probably the right terminology? Feisty, very. Uh, well, I wouldn't wouldn't go abusive, but I'd say they're very. You know, uh, they're, 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 physical. They are the yeah. end of the ultimate shit houses. They generally yeah, are. The Absolutely. best game manager inside I've ever seen. And, you know, um, I think um, Moneyfields are definitely one to obviously watch out for as well. I mean, they just beat uh, the league leaders, Cardiff, 4-0 the other week. So, you know, I think um, I definitely think Swindon have got their work out for them. But uh, also, I think, you know, Swindon's team can more than more than, uh, more than than capable of uh, beating them as well. I think because, well, with Bournemouth, drawing against Bournemouth uh, at the weekend, I think, you know, that's a massive result. So if they beat Moneyfields or even get a result on Moneyfields, I think that's, I think that would be an incredible result. Uh, Woody, uh, Mike's been on touch via all of the socials. Um, and first of all, he's asked for a fact check on something you said. Pericard played for Moneyfield women. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, couldn't, he couldn't get into the women's side, so he played for the men. <laughs> um, he's also been on touch via Twitter, Nick, with a comment for you. Watching Falls Rushin, and I'm very impressed with Ocus Road. Channing is in a Dan Hunt and producing some impressive size. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. it's to, sorry mate it's the wine I'll, I'll, I'll try and stop but I'd, I'd just like to comment on the women's if they're down in Portsmouth whatever happens down there Portsmouth is such a shithole it's, it's, it's going to be a rough game that is the biggest shithole team in the country hate it down there uh, Sean oh. saying Forso went to watch Shrivenham in the FA Vaza uh, years ago and they had a great run in it um, and then Mike's come back again. Um, something you can comment on, I'm sure, Woody. Money feels are gentle compared to Pierre <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so it'll be good. You know, be, hopefully it'll be a good game overall. I don't think they're playing at Moneyfields Football Club at the moment. I think that's currently having some some work done to it. I think they're playing elsewhere. Mm. To the socials. Um, <laughs> Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> Me. 
That was me. <laughs> they're having some work. I just thought, oh, they're having some work. Oh, that'd be just, I had I had images of the old Lee Power case then for someone someone had dialed in. I'm just waiting for someone to let the porn music go. Um, yeah. Oh, um, give me a minute. I'm sure I've got that somewhere. Hang on. <laughs> Somebody snuck it onto set. Um yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the development side are at home as well to Exeter City Reserves. Um, should really be a win on paper, but as we all know, games not games not played on paper. Um, and they're, they're playing grass. Yeah, and they're, they're um, Jesus, you're coming out of them tonight, aren't you, Rich? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can see, I can see that. Sal Rich is tired, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> that stand-up career's got your houses in Turkey, mate. But yeah, it's uh yeah they've they've got a game and I just want to give a uh, shout out to my old side Abingdon. Um, they've got a massive game this weekend. If they avoid defeat, um, they will go into Swindon's league um, next season, and I think it means they also win that league regardless. Um, so yeah, um, a massive shout out to those guys because I know a couple of the guys watch, um, including our friend Tim Oxford Tim. Um, he's obviously quite a big Aberdeen United fan, so. Um, I really hope they win. I can't get it. I can't get along to watch it. But um, yeah, that's uh, you know when I started that club six seven six years ago now, roughly five six years ago, getting to the national league was the ultimate aim. So if they can tie that up on Sunday, you know that's that's absolutely fantastic. When you think we had two years written off due to COVID, so um, yeah, massive good luck to them and obviously to Swindon teams. Yeah, and uh, and yourself, Woody, what what about it up to this week? We are hosting the gas. Um, they're they're a very good side at this level. They've had a lot of attention, obviously, through the media last season. Um, I think they bring a crowd normally as well. I've, I've been told to expect quite a few away fans, which will be quite interesting. Um, it's going to be a tough I think game. They've got a drum. Have they got a drum? I don't know. I, I, I it how do you know? <laughs> Rich is just shouting out anything tonight. <laughs> it'd be a typical Bristol <laughs> It'd be a typical yeah. Bristol Rovers thing, though. Yeah, if it has, then my own aim will be to smash that drum. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we've got that is a tough game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, you know, I've said, I said, I think I put in the in in my pre-match notes for the program um, that you know it's. Oh, do you I, get to do the notes got, now, Woody? Yeah. I do. I think all the coaches he does do. the I've, program. I've, I've, <laughs> I write the program, sing the program, <laughs> hand out the program, yeah. hand out the program, sell the program. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I'm, you know, we, I think realistically, I'm quite happy with where I know we haven't. We're still waiting to pick up that vital win. I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to expect it this weekend. I go into every game wanting to win it, obviously. Um, but um, yeah, when I look at like last week, we drew two all with Paul mm. and. Um, we finished the game with six of our players are eligible still for under 17s football. So when you think that they're playing one level below Swindon and, and they've got that, it's uh, hopefully it shows for a bit of a bright future, um, even if it's not going to come straight away. And uh, and while we're in the uh, the mindset, Rich, have you got any coaching this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'm just coaching uh, my under 10s this weekend, uh, but that's, uh, that's about it for me. Uh, we haven't got a game. Um, due to half term, but uh, yeah, 
would be back next weekend. Yeah, that's an odd one for me because uh, traditionally Leicester always have their holidays a week before Swindon, but uh, your half term's a week before ours this time round. Yeah, I, so this was the other thing as well. I wasn't 100% sure because um, I asked somebody at work who's based in Bournemouth. Uh, I was like, oh, when's your half term this week then? And um, she's like, oh, it's next week. But I, I wasn't sure. Woody, when, when is when is half term? Was it this week or was it next week? Next week. Next week. week. Oh, okay. So it's all oh, right. So it does seem as if it is the same because what was it in Leicester? That, is it next week in Leicester as well? Is it? No, no, it's the week after in Leicester. Oh, it's the week after. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. It's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? I don't know how we've got on to talking about this, but we talk about food. Um, but, <laughs> um, well, but, that yeah, week, it's that week is pancake week. day. Well, that's true. Yeah. Big, big day. Um, the Massive. last, last year, Wooten Bassett, um, the Wiltshire schools, had a different half time to the Swindon schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's really strange. But oh wow, I don't, you know, it doesn't affect not... me. It just means a, a quite a travel to work. That's what that normally means. I'm not so... going to open that particular rabbit hole just yet. But uh, now that it has been confirmed, uh, there will obviously be some pancake chat coming up on Fools Rush In, which I'm sure will get everyone debating. Uh, what they have on it. Please don't send your answers in now. Save it for closer to the time. <laughs> um, uh, oh, uh, there's a uh, My school have broken up uh, for half term today. I'm on holiday. Oh, I love um, that. We're, we're being listened to at the side of the swimming pool. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of half term, is it just me or has the club not given out tickets to schools in recent ah, times? Do you know what? Hundred percent, Sean. I was thinking Ooh. this um, um, a, cu- a couple of nights ago. Actually, I think I was talking to somebody about it, and I just thought, <laughs> it's, it's amazing true. what crosses your mind on random evenings, yeah, isn't it? Would yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good that yeah. people bring it up, though. It's... Yeah, I, I, I find it strange as well. I know the foundation is still doing their stuff with with the football clubs, etc. Yeah. And I believe there is still they're still doing it with some schools, like they get like a code and all of that kind of stuff, but. There doesn't seem to be any big school club incentives, and I'm quite surprised given that our crowds this season, you'd almost feel like you want to bolster that a little bit. Um, maybe they're trying to hide under the because of the obviously the, the problems we have with the under 16 scenario. Um, maybe they're thinking if we did that, it would um kind of look like a cover up type thing. We're trying to to, to backtrack, possibly. I don't know, but it would be nice to see, especially if we get to some games over the half term or the Easter holidays, it would be. I think it'll be a good opportunity. No, definitely. Definitely. Uh, but going full circle, as Woody said, good luck to all the teams we've mentioned there, uh, from Swimming Town Women to Abingdon, Bassett, um, and obviously, Rich, you don't have a game, but uh, enjoy training nonetheless. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> um, okay, let's, uh, let's carry on with Swindon Town-related news for the time being. Um, and the latest transfer is Mo Dabry's gone out on loan again. Um, he's gone to. I think, to... He, I think it, he's still out at Worthing. I think it's he's gone back to Worthing. To yeah, yeah, it's just been extended. I think. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, well, as you've as you've jumped in there, Rich, let's come to you. Uh, obviously, it's always good for these players to go out, get some game time. Um, and, and obviously, we've seen he, he's netted a few goals. He's obviously doing well there. Do you mm. think there is a place for him maybe next season within the first team? I mean, it worked for Aguiar. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe 
he needs to have the end of the season because this is why I don't quite understand this why um, players just go out for a month and then see how it goes just do it for the I, I, I don't know if there's some reason as to why they can't do that I'm not exactly entirely sure but um, I am glad that Dabro's gone out for the rest of the season because I think it's good to have a little bit of consistency because yep. when you keep getting pulled and then put out on loan again then pulled back and then out on loan again especially to multiple different teams in a season exactly and it, it doesn't help it doesn't help you want to gel with your players and if you don't if you can't do that with a team you're not going to you're not going to progress so i think it's good that darbro is actually doing well at Worthing from what we've been told and the fact that they've extended it fantastic now go on and do what i, I don't know where worthing are in their league to be quite honest with you but um i i mean whether or not just have a strong end to the season you're going to be in Morris's plans for next season, or you 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 definitely put yourself in for a shout. Absolutely, um, I think um, a couple of other players that are out on loan at the moment. I think they've gone to players that uh, teams that are uh, well. I think there's teams like Wantage and stuff like that in the Hellenic League. It's good experience for the 16, 17 year olds. Absolutely for sure. Um, gives them a good you know, immense football that they're not going to get. And I think that's massively important. And I hope that they're like season long loans as well. But yeah, I think with Dabre, for sure, absolutely. And hopefully, even if he's not in Morris's plans for next season, hopefully he goes on a season long loan again next season to a higher division so he can test himself. He's already been on loan at Chippenham. So, and he, he did well there. But again, he was pulled back from that loan mm-hmm. last season. So that's not doing him any favours. So the fact that he's at Worthing now, I, I think that's, that bodes massively well for him and it, it's only going to make him a better player. I, I hope, certainly hope so. Joe, anything you'd like to add on, on Dabry specifically? <clears throat> uh, I was just looking at the league table there and they're actually fifth, so they're in with a good chance of making oh. the playoffs. Um, so that could be really good uh, experience for him if they can have a good end of the season and get involved in in playoff semi-finals and I know it's a lower level, but the pressure is still the same, you know? And, uh, yeah. you know, so that's massive for, for, for somebody, I think he's, what is he, 19? You know, that could be, could be a massive uh, four or five months for him now in, in his development. And like I say, if he goes down there and, and, and performs well, then he's got every chance of being here again next year. That's the thing, isn't it, Joe? Because like, I don't know about anyone else, but it feels like he's been here. He's another player who seems to have been here a long time, but he's still a young man learning his craft. Yeah, and I think I think he's had a bit of the problem that Ellis had in his younger days, whereas they don't really know what position to play him in. We've seen yeah. him in cup games. He's played on the wing. He's played up front. He's played at left back or left wing back, whatever. But I think Worthing were playing from what I saw from the reports. They were actually playing him as like a holding midfielder, like a good <laughs> and Engolo Dabre. Yeah, like an like a Kante sort of role, and you know, and you know, little but energetic, and he, he is feisty as well. He, he'll tackle that lad, he, you know. He puts oh, yeah. himself about. And um, we've seen it in cup games. Yeah, I, I, from what I've seen of him, limited obviously from cup games and friendlies and things. I, I really like him. Um, but this this next four months now, four or five months, whatever, for him is massive because he's either getting himself another contract at Swindon or he's putting himself in the shop window for a decent move yeah. in the summer. So. It's a, it's a massive, mm. massive four or five months for, for him 
and you know potentially for Swindon as well. Yeah, I think with Worthing as well, I think Worthing aren't a, a, a bad team either. Like, obviously, they are down the divisions, like, for example, but they've produced great players. Like, obviously, we got Ricky Aguiar. I mean, I know he hasn't really pulled up any many trees this season, but obviously, he did. Clearly, a the back. He's a massive talent, and he, he did well at the back end of last season. So, we know there's a player in there. Mm-hmm. It's just bringing out the confidence of that player. And, you know, I think the thing is, when, Dabra, when, when you go. The other way, like so, Agui has gone from part-time football into full-time football. That, that's mm. a, a much bigger that's that's a much bigger step than people realise. I think massive, um, yeah. Fitness-wise, you know, you've got to learn so much more about the game. Dabre, I've I've been reliably informed from a couple of people that Dabre is one of the fittest people at the club. So yeah, he is. Yeah, he's going to go down there and he's he's going to be all right. Maybe not match fit, but he's going to be fit. He's going to be raring to go. And uh, if he can get, I don't know how many games they got left, but if he can get 15, 20 games in at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of, I think one other thing to note about Dabra is that his English isn't actually fantastic either. He is actually Italian. So uh, actually me and Woody saw him uh, in pre-season at the Legends game, didn't we? Um, and his, his English was not great but you know he could say obviously a lot of basic words and stuff like that so I think that's another good thing for him to go on loan and that's that's all the experience you know that's you've mm-hmm. got to do it and you know I think he, he'll just be a much better player coming out of it thing is as well that 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 level there's a lot of 35 year old ex-football league players yeah they're yeah. gonna gonna teach him things gonna kick him gonna give him elbows, going to do the horrible things that he's going to have to learn, he's going to have to cope with. And it, yeah, it's, it's going to be going to be a massive learning, learning curve for him. So good luck to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nick, let's come over to you then. The other um, bit coming out of the club this week, um, they say there's no such thing as bad publicity and uh, Sky Sports News picked up on the, uh, on the trip out uh, to uh, Karachi. Um, yeah, I saw a little bit of that. I, I, I thought they were just revamping old news because um, I'm sure that was out months and months and months ago. But uh, they've, they've just gone back they've out. Gone out again, yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah. It's a, a, yeah, I mean, you knocked it on the head there, Fifey. You know, it's, it's, it's good news for the club. They seem quite confident that we're going to get some players coming through um, with the numbers that they're talking about. You know why not? If if that's a thing that we can tap into, and and get players that, that can come through the system, I think in in going on from what we're talking about with Dabry, I think that the shame is that we haven't got a reserve side or an under twenty three side or whatever you want to call it that we can get these players game time for Swindon rather than having to send them out on loan. Um, now whether that's going to change in the future, I mean I I can't see. And and we've talked about it before. The all all the teams in this area, you know, you you the Bristol's, um, Forest Green, Exeter's, Plymouth, Cheltenham, Oxford. There's there's no reason why you couldn't set up um whether you'd be allowed to as an unofficial league that you play each other on a regular basis, and that would do us far more good than having to send players out on loan because they're still your players and you can keep an eye on them. So um you know that that's the hard facts is that we don't have a reserve team anymore. But yeah, if we can bring players in 
um, on that basis um, um, has been shown on Sky. Um, you know, if we get one or two, that would be a massive bonus. You know, looking at, and I've talked about it before, like like the the um, academies, they have something like three hundred players, and it, and if they get two players, that that's a result. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if we're looking at, I don't know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty players, and we get one in, that's massive, and uh, you know, all good for the future. Woody, I may have dreamt it, but have they not offered one uh, one person the opportunity to come over and trial? I wouldn't know. Um, I, I, have was, I, didn't... I think it was a coach one. I think the coach is going to come over. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it said. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah, part of the right. agreement anyway, Joe. wasn't it? That was yeah. anyway, wasn't it? That they were going to do some crossover between between the two. Um, yeah, I mean, like like Nick said as well, it's it's good to be building those foundations abroad. Um, I guess from a, a logistical employment law point of view, it'd be interesting if we do take any of them up because it's not a market that is seen as uh, as 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 a requirement so there's a lot of visas and, and stuff like that that we'll have to go through if we did that but they've obviously hopefully <laughs> hopefully planned all of that in a, if that is the case um but yeah and 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 like 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 rich said when i think when you think about where modabre came from kind of a you know kind of come from an unknown as such um you do get those diamonds in the rough sometimes and uh I, I agree with Joe. I think he is a he is a he is a quite a decent little footballer, but um, Worthing's probably the right thing for him at the moment. And I think we reflect on that that he's only just turned twenty, if I remember rightly, or he's turning twenty one this year. And um, he uh, and he's played for like three, four Swindon managers, you know. So I wasn't surprised that he kind of came back and went out on loan. That's kind of pretty normal in football, where you get a new manager comes in, he wants to see all of his stock before he commits to anything but yeah i agree with rich with the consistency purpose getting back out um the month by month thing is just an abuse of the fifa rule um sending players out on um loan for a month because if you don't like it you can recall them and then still send them out somewhere else um and that's probably the only advantage we have of going into the bit of being in league two is typically the leagues below that we will loan them out to don't fall into that fifa rule in where you can only uh, play for two clubs a season so I, I, I think that's why there's the month by month thing. Because if he's not doing very well at Worthing, for example, we say, right, you're not having him anymore. We're going to send him somewhere else. Um, but it's a decent league that uh, uh, that South um, National South. You know, you've got Oxford City in there. You've got Ebbsfleet in there. Ebbsfleet have got a massive wage bill, so you know they are paying decent players. So professional I, teams. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've always said that. Kind of, in my opinion, League Two National top and national north and south i'm going to be honest i don't think it's a huge amount of difference between them um if i'm you know they're all hard leagues to get out of and they've all got pros that have played at a good level um so i think he's he's going to be picking up quite a bit there i mean chipping them at the wrong end of that table um so maybe someone sending someone with the creativity that dabre has you don't really want to send a player like that to a struggling you know side that are fighting for death at the bottom um you want him in that kind of Decide to play him with flair. If it, if it was a centre back like Minton, for example, that's the exact type of player you send to someone like like, like Chippenham, um, where you know where he's got to put his body on the line type of thing. Um, it's quite crafty. I, I do like it. I do like watching the loan system. Sometimes you'll often find a forward will go on loan to a, a team that are at the top end of the table just so 
he's, they know he's going to get chances created for him, etc. So, um, and um, unfortunately, with our younger players who have got pro contracts, obviously that rule came in with Hellenic this season where they couldn't have um, loan players from professional football on uh, professional contracts. So, you know, I think is, is that the reason Oscar Massey came back? Joe would know. Yeah. Is that yeah, that's yeah. the reason he came back? Um, we don't know anything about Oscar Massey, and it would just been quite nice for him to. You know, if he had destroyed the Hellenic for a few months and then step up another two levels and see how we got on. But, um, yeah, it's it's the right thing to do for Dabry. It's the right thing to do. Um, I think that's the one thing I would say is our loans out this season and probably last season have been good moves, in my opinion. Um, we are hopefully just going to one day just get a Scott Twine repeat. That's, that's what we're waiting for. Absolutely. Um, next up, and we mentioned it in the intro, and there's been a few references to it already, but we couldn't not uh, comment on some excellent news that was given to us yesterday. Um, and that is that the Real EFL, in association with Lower League Look, have been running um, over the course of the last week um, <clears throat> the opportunity for fans to, to nominate their, their favourites in a, in a whole array of categories, really, very similar to the Football Blog Awards, um, from um, characters to podcast of the year to... Um, you know, not even just lower league, but but favourite um, social media pages, that kind of thing, and and uh, we, we're in the in the very very fortunate position, um, and and we absolutely cannot thank everyone enough. Um, as you saw in that picture there, um, not only were we nominated, which just you know means everything to us that that people like what we do enough to to nominate us for these kind of things, but we actually made the, the top four and the, and the final shortlist for League Two's best podcast of the year. So, so first and foremost, um, to anyone who did take the time um, to nominate uh, and, and ultimately chose to nominate us, we, we cannot thank you enough. It, it genuinely does mean everything. Um, we've said plenty of times, um, as a fan base, Swindon Town are very, very fortunate. There is such a vast array of quality, quality content ranging from supporters club, you know, to um, junior autism, to the old Duffers, Lauren, TSTBL. Um, you know, all of us are, are putting our own time into, into trying to create content to bring fans together uh, and I'm sure there's there's plenty more there that I've that I forgot to mention. Um, I know that quite a lot. Oh, low strangers, obviously, of course, uh, need to be mentioned in that list. Um, I know that there are quite a few of Swindon Town related podcasts that were nominated, and again, um, that that just shows the quality that there is out there. Um, but honestly, to, to be able to represent Swindon Town in this, um, obviously we, we were the ones who on this occasion managed to, to get enough nominations. Just honestly, from, from everyone associated at Falls Rush, and thank you. Um, it, and it really did, you know, it caught us by surprise when our name was was in the four. And, uh, and we hope to carry on generating some good content for you for, for a long time to come. Um, and... Uh, but there's, there does seem to be, unfortunately, as, as is always the way, and, and I think we've mentioned it before, 
but there are always just a few people who, who look at it in one way other than the positive way that, that most will. Um, so thank you to everyone who did send us comments, you know, like, well-deserved, proud of you, good, good work, keep it up, lads, etc. Um, and for those who, who've tried to make anything out of it more than it is, there isn't a rivalry between Swindon podcasts and vlogs and pods and stuff. We, again, we're all just trying to do the same thing in our own different ways. So if you're not happy that we've been nominated and someone else hasn't, you know, next time it comes around, vote for who you want, because there is so much quality out there. But for those who, who do like what we do, again, just from all of us, thank you for, very much for, for picking us. Um, Woody, you, you've been, you're one of the, originals on here what what was your reaction when you saw the news that we made the top four what was my reaction when joe was also original and you decided to come to me no i i was absolutely buzzing um from it you know like we we don't we don't i'd say we don't care for the accolades but it's more of a case of you know we 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 won't forget our roots in terms of where we've come from, why we started doing this. Um, it was originally, as you, well, and, you know, you don't take enough credit, Fifey, but I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass anymore because you never take the credit anyway. Um, but, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, this was originally started up as just kind of getting together because of lockdown and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then it just grew and grew and grew. Obviously, we're massively thankful to, to all of the people that watch um, you know, because at the end of the day, one person watching who only watches once and then mentions it to somebody, that gets somebody else watching. And, you know, that's what gets us there. And, um, you know, and, and what I, I think is, is just amazing about it really is the fact that we haven't kind of grown old in, in, in the fact that there are exciting things to come. Um, you oh, know, yes. we've, we've started to get guests on. Um, and I know, I know it's not a rivalry. You said it's not a rivalry. That is a hundred percent true. But we literally, our budget is you, Fifey. You know, we don't, we don't have, we don't have a budget to work with in any match, uh, anyway. So the fact that, uh, you know, I take a little bit. Of pride if I'm the budget, that, we definitely don't have a budget yeah, to work for. Yeah. Um, I take a, you know, kind of a little bit of pride in the fact that it's our raw content that people like, um, and, um, you know, that's the reason I. I, I was more than happy to join in the first place. Um, and I think, you know, it is testament to all the kind of harder work that we have done in terms of when we did the mental health episodes, when we've done off, you know, off Swindon topics, things like that. Um, we're just never going to stop running out of ideas. Obviously it's, um, it, it, it really was amazing. I was, I was absolutely, I was chuffed to be nominated like yourself. The fact that we've got more nominations and other podcasts, not just Swindon podcasts, other podcasts, you know, I look at, I listened to some, I think two of those that were in, in the four of us. Unfortunately, I don't listen to the Northampton one, but I have heard the other two and it's, they are good podcasts. They're quality. I mean, Stevenage is friend of the show, isn't it? Um, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Is it Matt? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. Matt. He's got absolutely quality podcast. So to be in kind of, in in with him on that and and things like that it's just it's really good and um obviously we we've got in my opinion we've got to thank uh, lower league look a little bit as well because we you know we started off on zoom kind of recording and 
posting it out. Um, I still I still remember Fifey, you leaning on your sofa with Rocket yep. Robin in the corner um, yep. on on the phone type thing. And I think I was behind a red wall. I'm now behind that in front of a purple wall. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's just amazing. I, I'm extremely chuffed. Oh, for fuck's sake. Talking about talking about podcast awards and voila, Mr. Podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's been a, he's been on all of them anyway. Uh, he yeah, was yeah, always so. Ben was always gonna be part ben, of the Ben's up for anyway, twenty awards. <laughs> he's been on every yeah. podcast. But no, I'm I'm massively and I'm I'm really, really and I thank you as well, Fifey, because um I you know I've stopped going out on a Friday night, so I'm not alcohol dependent anymore. And like our friend Nick, um, <laughs> um, um, and we've all got we've all got stories of how we ended up on here and what it does for us, um, and that's what we're all about, and we'll continue to be all about. Um, you know, so um, massive thank you to to everybody, uh, Joe, uh, yourself again, long-serving panelist. Uh, how, what was your reaction when you saw the news? Yeah, I basically echo everything Woody said there. I mean, just for for one person to nominate us is is amazing. But to be in the top four of, I don't know how many nominees there were, but to be in the top four of League Two podcasts just blows my mind, to be honest, because I, I don't think originally we even set out to be a podcast. So <laughs> it was just literally a few a few blokes chatting to each other, three or four of us, and see who watched it. But yeah, but but yeah, I mean, what we've what we've achieved with no money, basically, just just us. Quite um, lots of working on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, he's I, paying all our salaries, though. To be fair, so twenty twenty three is going to be an expensive year for Fifey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no, it's, I'm I'm proud of what we've achieved. Uh, you know, we've dragged Ben along the way, and you got to carry some. <laughs> You gotta carry some dead weight in you sometimes. <laughs> but, but I think we're forgetting how we got really popular was introducing the young gentleman in the corner, old Nick up there. That's that's when things really got big for FRI. So uh thank you, Mr. Oakers Road, and uh for, for joining in and coming along on the journey. And we'll be here for many years yet to come and I'll get less hair here and more hair here. <laughs> Well, it was Mr. Young Master Oakus Road I wanted to come to next because uh, obviously this is all being done based on people taking the time to to nominate. Um, and as the ultimate fan favourite panellist, what do you have to say, Nick, to anyone who did take the time to pick us? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Fifey, like, like everybody said, it's, it's just a massive thank you to people, A, to nominate us and get us into that top four spot, but... You know, for me personally, um, as the proverbial old git, the, the oldest member of the pod, the oldest, newest member of the pod, I mean, I, I'm, I, mean, I just love being on here, to be honest. Um, I <clears throat> started following you, um, sending questions in, and then somebody said, invite him on. And I actually had an interview with, with Fifey, which I thought was Christ, they, they must be a bit professional if he's interviewing me to come on the pod. Let's let's but, just let's just no, clarify yeah. this. Nick, let's an interview. No, 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 no. So, so let's clarify this. We've we've discussed this before. So so Nick, I asked Nick if he wanted to come on. Nick wasn't sure if he was able 
to do what he does. So he asked me to phone him and talk to him to see if he was a good enough talker to be on here. Could you imagine, like, the last six to nine months if I said Nick isn't good at talking? <laughs> I just imagine Fifey on the other end of the phone going, so, Nick, what if you were an animal... What animal would you be? <laughs> oh no, we've already got we've already got rich. No more room for camels. Sorry. <laughs> oh, but no. What's your favourite chi- Oh wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's brilliant, and and I've been out on a couple of night outs with you guys, and you know, there's eleven of us on the pod. Um, we meet up occasionally. And, and honest to God, I, I could not meet up with a more fantastic group does, of people. Does that include one show? Well, yeah, I met him. No, no, no I haven't met him. No, no so that, let, that was before my time. Let's be clear. The mystique of one show, there are only a few people who actually know who one show is. <laughs> but one day, one show will become two show. And, uh, and it will be well worth the wait. No, don't don't spoil the illusion, Fifey. That 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 would just that would just spoil it for everybody. It has to be yeah. said that one show one show isn't a character we've made up. He's not like a, a mascot. <laughs> one show very much exists oh, and is a very he is. <laughs> he is very <laughs> much a treasured treasured part of our of what we are, the fabric of Falls Rush Inn. yeah, but go, 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 going on it <clears throat> as well as meeting you guys. I mean, I've made contact with. And, and I must say, and, oh, it comes and I don't know ball. why. On, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why. And it's the Oscar nomination. <laughs> some absolutely lovely ladies, and and I say <laughs> thank you to you all. It's an absolute joy, absolute pleasure, and and it just makes my day. So, you know, thank you. I look forward to seeing you again. I'm actually meeting up with Joe on Saturday, so I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, you know. To be honest, life don't get much better. Um, Mark, I have seen your message <laughs> and I will reply in kind at the end of tonight's episode. But thank you very much, it has to be said. Um, Rich, let's come over to you. It, it's only fair. Uh, and Ben, we'll come to you in a minute as well. Good evening, sir. Uh, Rich, you're, how how excited are you to know that, you know, that, that the recognition for what we're doing is there? Yeah, I think, uh, like, echoing both Joe and Woody as well, it's, like, obviously the humble beginnings of Falls Rush here. And, like, I, me and Woody spoke quite a lot. We were, like, when we first started doing this, um, that, like, we're only, we're only just starting. Like, wait for a couple of years that we're going to start getting a lot more viewers. We're going to get popular. Uh, we're going to get people um, talking about us and stuff like that. Did we ever think that we were going to get nominated for something? No, no. Fell for, definitely fell for my pipe dream, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you could tell I work in HR and recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, going back to, like, when we were just known as STFC Fan Chat, like, seriously, that's all, if you, that's what you have to type in to get us on YouTube, STFC Fan Chat. And, um, yeah, it, it was brilliant. And um, we just thought, uh, like Joe said, it was just like, you know, lads down the pub. And we've we've never gone moved away, away from, from that. that. We've, we, we've never moved away from that. We've always stuck with that. We've just always stuck with the banter. And I think that's what's made us just 
well, likable, I guess. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I, I, I guess. But, I, don't um, think, I don't think that's come out the way you intended that to come out. <laughs> but, um, no, it's... Uh, oh, super. <laughs> See, just things like this, it, it's just absolutely fantastic. It's like... Um, and you know, we're, we'll always stay humble. We'll always stay stick to our roots. And I mean, going from uh, a show that we were doing one month to then doing a on the whistle, to then doing one show a week, to then doing two shows a week, and now to be doing live shows, it's just seen the massive progression of Falls Rush in. And yeah, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> Wait, we <laughs> no, that, yeah, that definitely. I love that. I love I that Rich is reacting to something that yeah. nobody else can see right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not. One the way day I you're going to learn to talk and read. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something I've got to do. But um, no, again, just to echo all the boys, thank you very much for everybody that nominated us. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, hopefully. I mean, it, who knows whether win or lose, we've already won in our eyes. So um, it's always great to obviously be nominated, and you know we'll uh, we'll move on and uh, keep on going and doing these shows every week. Well, thank you for your Miss World acceptance speech, there, Rich. Uh, <laughs> it was better than Nick. He was fucking there. He, I thought he was going to name every guy. Ben, we joked as you entered. Good evening, by the way. We joked okay. as you entered, um, but we couldn't talk about podcasts without having you on. Um, and as someone who is who is active on social media, um, but has been a, a huge, a huge part of what has made Fools Rushing enjoyable for me and, and for the regulars, um, you must have been delighted to, to see that we made the top four. That's very kind of you. Yeah, I'm delighted for everyone. More or less, I'm delighted for you, Fifey, because um, of all the hard work that you put in and you got us all together. I know you hate that sort of thing. There are Fucking people. brown nose. I know. It's a team effort. I sit here and I press buttons. You like I do know the you prep. I know you prep loads, Fifey. And I know you ask specific questions to specific um, pundits. We don't answer most of the time. But that, that you know it's going to get a reaction, and you do it at the right time to get that reaction because it knows that it's going to cause a massive blow up, and you do that purposely. You're the master at arms, so I think a big congratulations for you, young man. I know you don't like people saying that, but I do think uh, we should doff a cap towards you for making this what the success that it is. Well, um, last time I saw you in the cap, you ignored me, a Burton. Can <laughs> <laughs> I ignore you, a Burton? But no, I think I think why it may probably got a few votes is because we're all different characters. We're all, you know, we're not all cut from the same cloth. And I think that we do blend quite well together. We don't all have the same opinion. We do argue, but we do get on really at the end of the day. And um, I think there's just good chemistry between us. And thank you to anyone that just watched it. The, the voting effort, that, that, that's just unbelievable. Um, just that people tune in and spend their Friday and their Monday nights watching us. It's just mind-blowing. Because that's, that's, at the beginning, this was just something just to do during lockdown that just kept us being sane, uh, a men's mental health thing. 
um, and, and, and it's grown and it's blown up and now we're getting recognition from well national it's 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 a national podcast competition and we've been and, and we've had a nod towards us and you know i, I think that's unbelievable and i don't think that's sunk in yet so thank you to all who's nominated us really really appreciate it thank you um <laughs> let's uh let's move on um but, you know we can only talk about ourselves so much um, let's move on to what does make us that little bit more unique. And it's our array of very quickly constructed games that don't always go 100% correctly. <laughs> Myth of the game. Um, and I'll be honest, I've got a bit old school by actually doing the work myself instead of relying on Mike or John. Uh, I've, I've done it myself. <laughs> I've actually put some effort in. Watch out. That's a game now. <laughs> Up to game now, you've got a nomination by these. Well, no, it, it, it's more to do with the fact that um, after what was a very enjoyable game on Monday, Mike said he's got a couple of ideas he's working on, but then didn't come back to me to say that he'd worked on one enough that I could use it. I thought, oh, I better do some, I better put some effort in there. Um, so what I've done is it's a very simple game. It's not going to tax too much, but hopefully it'll be enjoyable. Um, it is represented us both. I have a list of players, or, or a list of names, I should say, that have represented both Swindon and Doncaster. And all I want you to do is guess who it is. I will give you their initials and their position. And uh, we're, we're going to do this old school. You're all playing against each other. First one to get it right gets the points. Um, there's there's not many. There's, I don't know, about 12 there. Um, and, we, and we start with... An attacker with the initials K-A. Keshi Anderson. Keshi Anderson is correct. Joe Joe loves a quiz, doesn't he? Absolutely <laughs> loves a quiz. Keshi. Uh, so that's one point for Joe. Next just, up. Just for a change, he's injured at the moment. Oh, he's injured, is he? That's a shock. Oh, shock, shock, shock. Uh, Mike, Mike, honestly, there is, <laughs> there is no need to apologise. <laughs> Uh, it's it's about time I put some effort in, I suppose. Everyone else seems to. Um, next, we go to a former captain um, whose initials are GG. Gordon Green. Uh, Nick came through first. Yes, I beat you. I beat you. I'm not having that. Mate, Rich. Rich is, Rich is such a youth. I didn't get my way. <laughs> Mate, these headphones that Ned got for me are crystal clear, and I heard Nick. Other than that, uh, you're muted, Rich. <laughs> I think I am. Hang on. Um, yeah. Next up, we're going for another attacker um, who was here on loan from memory and can be considered perhaps harshly, something of a, a journeyman, uh, with the initials D-N. Danny and Gesson. Danny and Gesson, Joe. Well, well done. Well done, Joe. D-N, Joe. Danny and Gesson. Uh, sorry, do you want the apostrophe as well, Rich? I'm going to spell out the whole name for you. <laughs> if, you could, if you had said D-N, I would have got it straight away. Yeah. <laughs> 
next, we have a um, an attack-minded midfielder who may or may not uh, have been considered related to another professional footballer with the initials FR. Fabian Robert. Joe is not messing about. He's he on fire. Doncaster, did he? He knows his. Yeah. He knows his oh. Doncaster, Swindon Town links. Does Joe? I like Robert. I ended up I, like non-league way. Did I thought you were right? I thought he went to non-league straight after Swindon. Oh. Did he, he played for Gloucester for a bit, didn't he? Yeah. For a few years. He yeah, he did. Yeah. Next, yeah. all I'm going to say is it's Ben's best mate with the initials JS. John Sheridan. John Sheridan is correct, Woody. John Sheridan didn't play for Swindon. He didn't play for us. I never said... I never said play. Represented both. Yeah, he did say represented. Because I'm waiting for Richie Wellens. When was he a manager of Doncaster? Next, we have a young man who has had Premier League exposure with the initials HT. Harry Toffolo. Harry Toffolo is yeah. correct. Now, I heard Joe, I heard Woody, but there was someone else as well. Nick. 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 And Nick, Mine. therefore, is the one that gets the point. Well done, Nick. So the scores Thank at the you. moment, Rich and Ben yet to score. Woody on one, Nick on two, Joe on three. Robbed. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't you start. I've seen I've seen enough people suggesting that there's been a robbing going on lately. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, me too, yeah. Evening um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Uh Next, we've got, um, well, what can only be described in modern times as most people's favourite loanee with the initials JY. Jerry Yates. Well done, Woody. Jerry Yates, 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 Yates. Jerry Yates. We're going to a. Must have been as a youth. We're going to a current member of the Swindon Town first team with the initials MB. Matty Bowdry. Well done, Woody. Ah. Oh, Woody's coming up on the on the on the. Woody is now joint top with Joe. Giving it, giving it to Steve Evans. Oh, shit. Um, a an attacker who came on loan from oh, I want to say Watford uh, with the initials D H. Oh, right. Darius Henderson. Darius Henderson. Well done, Nick. Darius Henderson. And that means, as it stands, robbed. <laughs> Rich and Ben yet to score. Nick, Joe, and Woody on three apiece. With five to play, this is going to be tight. Oh, I'm, st I'm still in it. I'm still in it, man. Come on. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you've given Sorry. Nick two that he wasn't first. I mean, come on, man. Those crystal clear headphones. Look, look. Five has got the headphones. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> RW. Richie Wellens. Rich gets equal. I said Richie Wellens. I said Richie Wellens. Come on. I said Richie Wellens. 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 I said 
initials R M. R M. Premier League, <laughs> did you say? Former Premier League midfielder. Uh, Ryan Mason. Ryan, Ryan Mason, Mason Woody, oh, well Ryan done. Ryan Mason. Ooh, good shout. Great shout. I know Don um, has to bet my foot. Come on, the Dons. <laughs> on the bells. Oh no, sorry, wrong Doncaster. <laughs> uh, for anyone who missed it, Mike, there by the end, five will announce Craig as the winner. <laughs> um, so free to go, and uh, the oldest uh, representative on the entire list um, again has played at the highest level um, in the English domestic league with the initials J M. Jamie Morris. J oh, Mackey. Uh, no, Jamie not Jamie Morris. No. Not no, Jamie, Jamie Mackey. No. Nope. Uh, oh, J uh, Martin. Um, James Martin. Martin. Jones Martin. Jones Martin. No. James Martin. <laughs> <laughs> James Martin. <laughs> Does he not do the ITV cooking show? Yeah. No shit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of played at the highest level. He did. Doncaster have not really been there, have they? So let's go. John Monker. John Monker is correct. Oh, John Monker. Good shout. John Monker, or as he was known at the town end, James Martin. Well, that had to be somebody from the Premier League, didn't it? I was. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of Chris Martin, to be fair. So I could have sworn he played for Don. Two to play. We've got Ben on zero, Rich on one, Nick on three. Joe and Woody on four. Oh, I need another one to be respectable. Stand, standard quizzing going on here. It's always me and Woody. <laughs> <laughs> we're the saddos. <laughs> uh, we're going for um, an attacker. Andy Williams. <laughs> no, not Andy Williams. <laughs> right, you're out. You're out. <laughs> can can you take out. a point off for an inappropriate answer? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure that between you guys, you've shouted out worse than that tonight. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, I, I need to interrupt the quiz just for a minute. Yes, John's, John's messaged me. Sorry, he asked after our nominations if I would put forward the request that we all wear shirts and ties tonight to celebrate. But I forgot to message the group to ask. Well, sorry, John. Um, we do it when we win. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, the penultimate choice, as we were saying, an attacker um, who recent or fairly recently sent out a tweet about getting the band back together. Billy Painter. Billy Painter. Billy Painter oh, is correct. Shit, yeah. Joe. Of course uh, he Joe, did. Joe, Joe had already said a wrong answer, so I hope I've got the <laughs> for that one. No, Joe's got it. Which means if Woody doesn't get this correct, Joe is the winner. Absolute robbery. Come on, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> just going to just going to log in as five year mute everybody in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the, the final uh, the final player in this game is a midfielder uh, with the initials M T. Michael Timlin. Michael Timlin. Michael Timlin is oh, correct. God. I was oh. waiting for Noyle's name to pop up just so I could splash. I was going to. I was. I was waiting for Noyle as well. I swear. Did Carl Noyle go there? Yeah, Carl Noyle went there with Richard Allen. Donny as well. I thought he's gone to Stockport, but he's been. He was with them as early as the season. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you were waiting for an answer that wasn't there, Ben. Mm. I'm terribly surprised. I shouted out Richie before anyone else did. No, you didn't. No, I definitely <laughs> had that. I definitely had that. Bloody so that means that the final scores two. on the played for us both quiz or represented us both quiz uh, Ben zero, Rich one, Nick three, Joe and Woody share the spoils as is often the way with five. What a guess. What a joke. That's why radio bearded devils. <laughs> um, All listen, that knowledge we have in our beards. Uh, ben, you oh, were obviously. You were obviously at work while Jack was pretending to be you. Um, I hate it when he does that. He does all the time. Jack, Jack suggested a 3-1 win. Are you going with that for tomorrow? Yeah, I think I agree with him with that. 3-1. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> uh, listen, guys, thank you very much for spending your Friday evening uh, with me as usual. Uh, thank you to everyone who has watched along and added comments. Thank you to anyone who We'll listen back or watch it back as well. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. We will see you on Monday. Um, has Ben just put something on his head? No, okay. I thought Ben was... <laughs> I've completely lost track of what was going on. From everyone at Falls or Shin, thank you very much for joining us. Goodbye. Take my hand. Take my hand.